This is a HeadGum Podcast. She is out of this world. She is out of this world. She'd never been out of this world. It's been. stand updates real fast at the beginning absolutely brother get in there on january 6th i'm gonna <laughs> so come on out <laughs> at january 6th i'm gonna <laughs> can i say something about this zesty tonic that yeah, i have yeah. right now i i got a wellness zesty tonic Let's go down the list of ingredients. Apple, orange, lemon, turmeric, cayenne. And it tastes too good to be helpful. You ever have one of these? Is there sugar? It's Add supposed sugar. to taste. I'm sure there is. Also, orange is like, well, get your hands all over the mouth. You part. feel like you're being swindled? I don't no feel like I'm being swindled, but I feel there's no extra sugar, you say, no. Kevin? It just tastes too good to be, like when I have a shot like this, it's, it's tough. It's tough to get down. But, I had a wellness shot. You got shot a lot of pulp in there, is what you're saying? No, I mean the taste is. T- you ever spicy. have one of these? Yeah, but um, is it the ones that are like they're spicy? Some are spicy and they're tough to get down. Yeah, because you're like, God damn, why do I need all? Why do I want? On Oxnard and January 17th, I'll actually be actually in me. Oxnard. Hey, that's my home. So I'll be in Oxnard. On January 17th, uh, 8th, 19th. Uh, 19th. That's today. No, it's not. Yes, it will be. Yes. yes, it will be. Tonight I'm in Oxnard with Hank Green. Come on out. I can get anyone in who wants to go. <laughs> it's sold out, but I can get anyone in. It doesn't matter. Because I'm fucking, I got pulled like that. <laughs> I just want the submarine to be around forever. You think yellow submarine had sonar technology? Dude, I'm so happy you said that. 
there has been a uh, ridiculous amount of uh, pieces of a puzzle that has been disassembled, uh, incomplete, if you will. Um, I, I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but there was meant to be a Robert Zemeckis animated remake of The Yellow <laughs> Submarine. Did you know about this? Who's Robert Zemeckis? Robert Zemeckis Back is... Future? Yeah, director of Back to the Future, Forrest Gump. So this is like in the 80s, 90s he was supposed to do No, this? it actually was... So like there was... So early Robert Zemeckis is like the best because... We have like um, Back to the Future. We Forrest have Gump. Forrest Gump. We have uh, uh, so many things. Roger Rabbit. Um, Death Becomes Her. I think is Robert Zemeckis. We have Secret all these... Life of a Call Girl. Absolutely. We have all these amazing. Castaway. Uh... He did Real Sex Castaway. Nineteen. That's right, Castaway. The one where yeah. they sat on cakes. That's right. Oh. <laughs> so he like over stuff. He made all these great movies, and then he made The Polar Express with Tom Hanks, which was bad. Which is like I so okay. I think I came to a realization about this movie recently because of all this Yellow Submarine stuff that's been popping up, and I'm actually kind of excited to talk to you about it because it's like pretty cool. Here at Epcot, you can learn about the ocean life in the future. Whales can communicate with us. Scientists have bridged the link between whales and humans. Walk into this room at the Disney Epcot Underwater Future Pavilion. Step this way. Come on in. No food or drink, please. Most of the announcements are about how to walk in. <laughs> Keep walking. Step up. Step forward. Step on in. If there's space in front of you, please fill it. Have a seat. Sit down anywhere. If there's room in front of you, please fill the space. Put your hands off the seat. Have a seat. <laughs> if there's room in front of you, please fill the seat. Have a seat. Come on in. Welcome to the Disney Future Underwater Sea Pavilion. Have a seat. Take one seat. If there's room in front of you, please fill the space. Have a seat. Have a seat. Have a seat. If there's a chair in front of you, go ahead and have a seat. If the truth is inside, if you were to just have a seat, you can go to the bathroom, get up, 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 get up
Dude, everything. The bus has it. <laughs> everything with seats for the public has a, has a little song <laughs> teaching people how to sit down. That would be great. Come on, have a seat. If you want to use the laboratory, come in and then you have a seat. So anyway, um, uh oh. So uh, Robert Zemeckis made that Polar Express movie, and look, man, look about it, please, with me. Please look about this with me. I think that movie is really scary looking. It is. Is it because Tom Hanks is like? Ah! Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, I have no soul. Hot chocolate. No one blinks or smiles in the no. whole movie. Hot cockala. <laughs> remember the nerd? I don't remember. I don't. I, look, I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I saw about 40 minutes of this movie, yeah, and I could not do it. And yeah. I look, I love, I look. I know it's a beloved tale, The Polar Express, and a lot of youngins were given copies of this book when they were kids. Never see. Do you know what they say when you get on the Polar Express? What do they say? And everyone has to be dead silent while the song plays so they know what to do. And you could always tell who got onto the train late because they're just standing with their bags in the hall in between cars. So anyway, uh, <laughs> I thought I heard it, but I, <laughs> you know what I mean? I thought I heard it. Dude, they should do a Could remake be going crazy. to Polar Express. No. But well, it's four billionaire kids in a submarine go under the United States to the North Pole. To get dark chocolate. <laughs> kids love dark chocolate, don't they? this show like everybody has a podcast now and you're like those those guys do that on that podcast <laughs> and then people have to like people have to i know that we've talked about this but people have to be like you gotta try this podcast and then just a regular normal person is like i trust that person making that <laughs> making that suggestion i think they're funny and then they listen and it's like the 40 minutes of this I have a seat song and also and space submarine sounds noises. for some reason yeah and like they were kind of talking about the Beatles for a second but then they never went back to it 
Have a seat. So anyway, I realized about this Polar Express movie, Mike, that the reason why I find it so uh, unappealing is because of the Uncanny Valley. What's that? The Uncanny Valley is... Well, they were working on something new, wasn't it? It was a new revelation in animation. Well, it was motion capture. Was they were using mocap. It was mocap technology, and Robert Zemeckis was, like, all about it for, like, fucking almost 10 years. Right. He did this Beowulf movie with Angelina Jolie. Where she adopted a wolf. She's coming out of the gold. She comes out of the gold in the water, and her titties are gold. Sia, the name of the movie was? It's called Beowulf. Got it. To make this movie called Beowulf. So, anyway. <laughs> the singing narrator yeah, while the podcast yeah. is going. <laughs> so he made he made all these like mocap movies that were like real scary looking and weird. And the Uncanny Valley is the way that uh, people smarter than us have described the feeling you get when you see something that looks like a human but isn't. You know how you get that weird feeling? Like, is that a real person? I have a quick example. Let's have it. I saw this ad on TikTok for this filter that makes it look like you're always keeping eye contact with the camera. So you could, like, read something. Yes. And I didn't like that. And it's like if you know that that's happening. Not real. Yeah, it feels. It feels so crazy. Yes. Wipe it off, kids. Yeah, my coffee. We'll CGI it out. So people didn't like it because it felt we it made people feel weird. Yeah, yeah, whenever something like that happens, that's what it is. It's a little song that you got to get out. That's how Paul McCartney hears the world, probably. Someone who's so musical. Ooh. Good to see you, nun. What's new? Oh, I don't know, Paul. I just want to know how you're doing. Well, I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas time. Thank you for checking out, Nan. I'm simply having a wonderful Christmas time. <laughs> That's him in the fucking in the attic with the fucking trying to figure out that thing. That's it. <laughs> I've got it. So anyway, uh, they're weird, and the Uncanny Valley hits you real hard when you watch that movie. For me, when I watch that movie, it gives me the Uncanny Valley ick. It's weird. And it's, like, weird. It's soulless. But the story, whatever. It's fine. It's cute. And then he was like, I'm going to go make another one. Another mocap, weird-looking thing. 
Mocap is when you make a, a lot of uh, a movie with a lot of lies in it. That's right. Mm. It would be better if it was less cap. That's like a documentary. <laughs> what was the second one? The second one was. And he ended up making another movie with Jim Carrey called A Christmas Carol. Do you remember that? They made A Christmas Carol with Jim Carrey. And it looked scary as fuck. And he was Lemony Snicket's in it. He looked like Lemony Snicket in it. (laughs) Yes. He did very much look like Lemony Snicket in it. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And it was scary and weird. And while they were making that movie... They were they had greenlit a yellow submarine mocap movie. Whoa! And uh, they had like a lot of work done on it, and then the Christmas Carol movie bombed, and people were uh, kind of like unanimously like mocap is weird, and we don't like so it. So we don't want to see any more of this stuff. And it kind of killed the whole <clears throat> like mocap movie thing and now they kind of use it subtly yeah there was that movie monster house with like the monster house (laughs) (laughs) dude monster house monster house got an emmy for best scary house in a monster house So congratulations. But yeah, Monster House was a Zemeckis, I guess. They mo-capped a house. But it was a little better. They mo-capped a whole How house. would a house behave in this situation? It was really <laughs> real. You couldn't tell that it wasn't a mo-capped house. But there was something with the eyes that made me take... It was like, this isn't really a house. Exactly. The eyes seem dead. <laughs> they say the eyes are the windows to the house. <laughs> in that movie, they did. So anyway, <laughs> you gotta check out the show. So anyway, they uh, that movie bombed real bad, and people didn't want to see movies like that no more. So they killed the Yellow Submarine movie. Mm. But um, there was like you know an announcement that it was coming, and everybody knew, and it was kind of cool sounding, like. Yellow Submarine remake? That sounds great. Why not? Yeah. You know what's interesting is anytime a newish technology exists, they use the Beatles to test it. I know. It kind of feels that way. Like huh? the Beatles are like the IP, like when when Rock Band took off. Yeah. They're like, make a Beatles version. They did a Beatles Rock Band. Anything yeah. that takes off, they're like, let's do a Beatles version of it. Dude, I've been playing that Beatles Rock Band. I pulled out the old. I remember when that shit came thing. out. I. I I lost my shit when it I was. Came out. It's like incredible. It's a Beatles game, and you get to be the Beatles. Yeah, that was the whole thing. You started from there, that Bottom. Cavern Club. Yeah. thing. Did yeah. they also have Paul's guitar? As yeah, you could get that. Yeah, yeah, you could get. I have the. the I have piece. John's Rickenbacker. Rickenbacker. Yeah. yeah, that um, that black and the black white and white one. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I have that one. Yeah. But I always wanted a. Uh, the cool bait, the Hoffner bass yeah. looking one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they did a George one, but they had the like uh, drum like cover that said the Beatles on yeah. it. You could uh-huh. Put on your drums. Yeah. And then you, yeah, you played their career essentially. And mm-hmm. then you could hear snippets of their like studio audio Fighting. that you could never hear before. 
They're like, you sound like shit, Paul. <laughs> Stop looking at me, girl. Look me in the eyes when you do that little fluffy riff you do. You don't respect me, Paul. Remember when we were jagging off together? Oh, you don't like that riff? <laughs> That's not what you told me when we were jagging off together uh, as lads. As <laughs> lads. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Rigo always trying to be the peacekeeper. Please. The peacekeeper. Please peace keeper. and love. Please and <laughs> please and love. Ringo at dinner. Peas. Pass the peas and love. Okay. Ringo's out. <laughs> so anyway, uh so we knew it was coming and it sounded cool or whatever. And like by the way, you've ever seen Yellow Submarine? Once. It's I like hate bad. It. Yeah. It's bad. All the stuff of <laughs> Yellow Submarine is better. That's how you know it's a terrible movie. Yeah. That's how you know it's a great idea and a terrible movie. Because, like, a sticker of the Yellow Submarine is cooler than the than movie. Than the movie, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't get through it, man. It's not interesting. It's also, so... it's not voiced by the Beatles. No, it's not. So it's like you watch it because you love the Beatles and you take a chance on the animation yeah. part. And then it's like so disconnected that you're like, what is it's this? It's too even? disconnected. It's it, like when they would do like, um, what's a good cartoon where they would just change the voice and then you'd be like, what the fuck like is the Ghostbusters? This? Yes. That was, I was legit thinking yeah. of like the new Ghostbusters yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And you were like, that's not Bill Murray. That's not so Bill I'm Murray. Out. That's the guy that does Garfield. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same guy. He's already doing cartoons. Yeah. Just get him after Garfield raps. For that day, get him to say Ghostbusters. Sometimes shit. it would be like you'd watch Garfield and then you'd watch Ghostbusters right after Garfield. And the guy that did the voice of Garfield and Bill Murray, Peter Venkman, in the car- Ghostbusters cartoon, did the same voice. It's like he didn't even change the voice from Garfield to Venkman. They used a lot of the same lines. They- <laughs> Could you imagine that? They were always talking about. I love how- lasagna. Okay, <laughs> Peter. <laughs> One of the Ghostbusters hated Mondays so much. <laughs> <laughs> Peter hated Mondays and he, he kept he, he hated said it. it a lot. Yeah. And he kept calling Winston John. Anyway, so uh so the the Yellow Submarine thing was kind of sad because the you know, yeah, the original Yellow Submarine is really boring. And uh the fact that it's not the Beatles is a mark off of it and it just feels like they were like, yeah, sure, whatever. Do it. Yeah. You know, that was like, like the, the first instance like the rock band thing. Yeah. They're like we can make fully animated movies now. Let's do the Beatles. Yeah. Because the cartoon, because there was like a Beatles cartoon also. Yeah. They were cool. But I never watched those. I've never seen one. I don't think I've ever seen, but I like the style. Yeah. The it. style looked cool. Yeah. yeah. It was like 80s suit wearing Beatles. Right. Getting into antics. And the, and Yellow Submarine movie is just like psychedelic. Like, like it's just a really boring, like. Every time I try to watch it, I can't make it all the way through. I'm going to try to make Dude, it all the same way thing with Magical Mystery Tour. Yeah, that one's pretty rough, too. It's yeah. bad when not even the Beatles being in it could save it. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched, I rented Magical Mystery Tour from Blockbuster Video. And I'm sure I was, that was like, exciting, right? I truly don't understand what's happening. Yeah. At no matter what age. They're all kind of like that. Like, even Help and... Um... What's the other one? Hard Day's Night are kind of like that, too. Well, Hard Day's Night had, like, a narrative. Yeah, but they're still doing bonkers It was, like, shit. how they couldn't get around. It was at least about them. Yeah. Magical Mystery Tour was, like, let's 
take cameras on a train and do it was like this if this podcast was a movie. Yeah, yeah. And it exactly, was not good. Exactly. So that should tell us. <laughs> Is that Magical Mystery Tour where they're on the train the whole time and they're yeah, just going they're into like every cart and doing shoveling weird spaghetti on the fat woman's plate? I think that's that might be a help. No. Are you sure? Help was like uh Ringo had Ringo's a ring stuck ring? on his finger. Then and maybe... they had to like travel to a place to get the ring stuck off of his yeah, finger. Yeah, it's like a that one's fun. I like that one. I truly don't remember what happened in that one. That either. one's fun because it's like a it's like they just plopped them into a movie. Help was cool because the Beatles were in the snow and we had never seen that up to that point. They talk about that's when they discovered like weed. They were just smoking weed and being in the snow. But Magical Mystery Tour was the one. God, it was, was like it magic? Was that what it was? It was Magical Mystery Tour? Yeah. Because it was on TV in a hotel I was staying in not too long ago. And I was like, damn, this movie sucks. It does. It's very bad. So anyway. Uh, so the idea of them remaking Yellow Submarine for a modern audience like felt like a good idea. Because like... I think the Beatles being known, like, a lot of their iconography now is Yellow Submarine, right? Like, you see it a lot in their marketing more often than not. Yeah. Um, there was. There was a Lego Yellow Submarine set, which, by the way, I have and haven't built yet. And there's this whole thing with, like, the Lego community, the Lego world. so uh there's this whole thing in the lego world that's like if you have like a set that's like retired and hasn't like been sold in stores in a long time uh there's like you know do you sell it or do you like open it and it's like the whole lego community is like just open it because you you love it that's why you have it yeah like don't don't like try to appreciate it in value wear your sneakers yeah yeah exactly <clears throat> so anyway with yellow submarine being su- such an important part of the beatles iconography the like the aesthetic style of the beatles like there should be a version of it that isn't like a boring psychedelic like mess yeah you know what's interesting though it's like we'll say hard day's night had somewhat of a narrative yeah and then it slowly disintegrated from there yeah and still it's like we could all agree that magical mystery tour was bad help was kind of bad and the yellow submarine was terrible yeah and still they're like we should remake it because there's this new technology. Right. And they're the Beatles. Right. And, and like everybody loves the Beatles and everybody loves yellow submarine. So like, why not still in the face of like, we already did this once and it was terrible. Right. I'm just, but it is beloved as terrible. Like, I think we might be, it's bad. They said we it might was be bad. in a minority. They said it was bad. No one. I've I've been a Beatles fan all my life, and like gone to Beatles conventions yeah. and stuff as a kid. My uncle was in a Beatlemania band. Like yeah. I've been around it all my life. No one talks about Yellow Submarine, right? Like in the in the real Beatles, like fandom. in the Beatles Discord, yeah. no one talks about. Yeah. No one talks about it. But on the Beatles subreddit. <laughs> R slash Beatles. R slash the Beatles. Uh, Y slash (laughs) submarine. We love submarine dot Beatles. (laughs) My favorite forum. In the Beatles Reddit submarine. (laughs) 
<laughs> the submarine Reddit. They uh, they've been like posting uh, things that have like I guess leaked out onto the internet uh, from. Uh, from the Yellow Submarine remake movie that Robert Zemeckis was making. So, mm-hmm. like, we've seen, like, little scenes and, of this, like, Yellow Submarine of movie? this unmade, n- never-to-be-released Yellow Submarine movie. And it wasn't finished. A lot of it's in, like, storyboards and stuff. No one had a head, but you can kind of get what they were doing. Dude, it's like, it's, I've been seeing so much of it lately. Like, I'll just be browsing through Reddit and there'll be a new post. I guess it's the same guy that's been like sharing all of this stuff. But there's like concept art and there's like all of these like things. Excuse me. And uh, there's like full scenes. And so you really get like a feel for like what they were doing with the movie. And then there's like an almost fully rendered like the Beatles. And you're like. Maybe it's good they didn't make this fucking movie. They look bad. Because it looks like that Uncanny Valley shit. Oh, it's too bad. But there's so many things in it that, like, it felt like... Because here was my another problem I had with, like, the Uncanny Valley mocap shit. If they had done, like, creatures or, like, weird human designs, kind of like when you watch, like, a Paranorman or something like that, yeah, or A Nightmare uh-huh. Before Christmas, where the characters are kind of, like, twisted weird. up and weird-looking. Yeah, don't make them a person. Yeah, like, don't make them, like, one-to-one a human. We already have humans. Like, do a little something weird with it. It looked like that's what they were doing with this Yellow Submarine movie. Yeah, uh-huh. And so I appreciated that. Like, their legs are all really long, and they, like... It looks kind of psychedelic like the original Yellow Submarine movie. Cool. But um, are you looking at some of this stuff? No, I'm reading History Roads. <laughs> Kevin's out. Kevin's out. Well, yeah. at least he's doing something I, good. Yeah. He's being productive, but he's out of this he's conversation. He's being productive. <laughs> but anyway, there's a shot of like the end of the movie, and they like posted it in the subreddit, and it's like real weird looking. Like it's just like it's Uncanny Valley Beatles. Yeah, I'm surprised people haven't just because everyone has the technology now. Seems like yeah. So why wouldn't you just make it? Why wouldn't you just make it? Right. Well, I mean, you know, make it. You got a 3D printer. It. Make the movie. But it 3D like, print the real the film reel to the movie. Yeah. And can then put say, that in a projector, in? <laughs> and it probably won't destroy it. <laughs> Make me, dude. Somebody needs to combine Chat GPT. Mm-hmm. P. Why do I keep saying B? It's hard, man. Chat GPT. GPT. And right? a laser yeah. printer. Whoa. Yeah. It just. Oh, that's. I'm sure that's a thing, right? Can I, mean, I tell you something else I thought of? That's this is, crazy. This has just see what it makes. Well, you like type in commands like you would. Yeah, like make a little turtle. A like little, just like you a ask. Turtle. Yeah. Make a turtle. Make a turtle who loves little boys instead of a little boy who loves turtles. Whoa. And then it's just the turtle and with the, see with what the it face does. paint that the kids. <laughs> this turtle loves kids. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm creeped out by that. Dude, yeah. Yeah. But that's the thing that, like, if I had that machine, I'd make that. But there's, like, that whole, like, I mean, eventually kids will be able to make Their whatever toys. they want. And we won't even need Santa. Yeah. And then where does the Polar Express go? How does that feel, Santa? How does it feel, Santa, when you think about that, Santa? 
Santa? Hi, what's up? Uh, mayor. Oh, Mayor. Hi, what's up, Mayor? Hey, what's going on? We're going to talk about... We were just talking about AI and how you could use AI to 3D print stuff. Alan Iverson is one of the best point guards i ever seen. That's not who we're talking... No, we're not talking about Alan one Iverson. Second. We're... <laughs> Who's... Give me, give me one second. I gotta get this one. Hello, this is the bear. Gotta go. <laughs> you never get any good information, information from him. You ever notice well, how busy? He's busy. He's yeah, too busy to, to like contribute to, to the show. <laughs> well, it's also hard to. It's. I mean, yeah, he's so he. We can't get a handle on him. On the 19th, which is tonight of January, I'll be at Oxnard, Levity Live, or Improv, whatever it is, with Hank Green. It was sold out last night. It was crazy. We had a great time. And there was one person there for me, and she wouldn't shut up about it. And on the 21st, I'm at the American Comedy Club in San Diego with Hank Green. Yes. And uh, later that week, the 26th, I'll be in Madhouse, like, all weekend. So... Downtown San Diego. I'll be at Madhouse. You can come see me. On the 22nd, I think Hank is filming a special, and I'm going to open up for that in downtown LA. Probably already sold out. On the 2nd of February is the next two surrounded shows at the world famous Hollywood Improv in the lab, 7 945. Uh, we just got Melissa Villasenor from SNL. Ooh. And it's going to be so much fun. So come to see those. Tickets are going, we're three weeks out, and tickets are already going. So uh, thank you for that. And also buy your tickets fast or you're a pussy. Um, I'm the third. I'm at the Crow in Santa Monica. And at the 8th of February, I'm in Bellflower. And then I think the Surrounded Netflix is a Joke. Surrounded for the Netflix is a Joke Festival is on the 7th of March. Thursday night at the Bourbon Room. Humongous Room. Uh, right now... Um, well, we haven't announced the lineup yet, but if you want to come see Surrounded as part of the Netflix's Joke Festival, there it is. <sighs> God damn. Pussy. I'm to be.
Guys, rocket money, mama mia, am I ready for this pizza pie? Uh, did you know that there are probably a lot of subscriptions that you are giving money to that you don't even realize are active subscriptions? I'll tell you, I know I have that. I know, I know for, I know, I know for a fact that I have subscriptions that I'm paying for, that I don't even know what it is! <laughs> and with Rocket Money, here's the deal. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Isn't that nice? You can see all of your subscriptions in one place, and if you see something you don't want, guess what? You cancel it with a tap. Whoa! And you never have to get on the phone with customer service. That's right. And they'll even get to. Uh, they'll even try to get you a refund. For the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you. How about that? Uh, by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. <laughs> I haven't seen that one in a minute. Guys, uh, I'll tell you, uh, Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year, a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash banter. That's rocketmoney.com slash banter. And I want to thank you, Rocket Money, for taking us to the moon of savings. I want to thank you. Guys, Harry's, oh yeah, boys. <laughs> How about a time I blazed my own trail? Advertisers love us. Scientists, scientists are baffled why why advertisers love us. <laughs> Guys, listen. Sometimes to get what you want, you have to challenge the status quo and blaze your own trail. Like Mike, you and I blazed our own trail by starting this dang podcast. Yes.
Get it together. Together. <laughs> I'll tell you else. Who else has challenged the status quo? Can I tell you who else has challenged the status quo, Mike? Harry's. God, yes. God darn it. Because they saw customers getting ripped off by questionable products in the shaving industry, industry and decided to do something better about it. <laughs> Instead of charging the same old ridiculous prices, Harry's found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big boys. Exceptional products, honest prices, and that's Harry's. I'll tell you that much. And I do shave with Harry's. We have all the toys in the world. <laughs> it won't matter. It'll never be as organic. good. organic. <laughs> 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 what was that? <laughs> like a pig game in the room. Holy shit, man. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> <laughs> I use those Harry's razors, Mike, and you too, I bet. Don't you have them? Yeah. I have one that has this little uh, metal cube, Ooh. and the razor sits in it, doesn't it? Is that right, Kevin? <laughs> in my bathroom? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I love it. I love that it's just there for me to grab it, and it's great quality stuff, quality guys. Stuff. Come on now! I like to keep my facial hair clean! I like to trim around the, the rosy with my pockets full of posies. It says here. It says here in the ad copy. <laughs> oh, goodness. Goodness is where it is. Uh, goodness. I completely love it. And uh, I do use those Harry's razors, man, to shave up around my mane. Okay? And I trust it. And it feels good. And it doesn't cut me up like some of the other brands. Not to just, you know, focus on one thing. But uh, those German-engineered blades are made in their own factory, Mike. And they stay sharp longer. And there's customizable delivery options for scheduled refills as low as $2, which is half of what you pay for with those other big brands. So let's talk about getting a five-blade razor, a weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks. bucks. That's right, $3 at harrys.com banter. Give it a shot. Try that razor that I use myself. With the weighted handle, I love the foaming shave gel. It's very nice on the skin and smells great. And the travel cover is wonderful. I can put that dang thing in my bag and I don't have to worry about cutting myself. Yeah. 
So guys, go get that dang five blade razor, the flaming shake gel, and the trade confrontation on in the way way for just three bucks at harrys.com slash banter. That's right. Get all the things we talked about at harrys.com slash banter. Try it on for size. And guys, last but certainly not least, we've got Squarespace. The cream of the crop. Ooh, you want to have a cream? Then we'll pull it out for you. I'll tell you, dude, I was in the real world the other day, not jacked in, in the virtual one. And I was speaking to a friend who said, I'm having a hard time making a website. I don't know how to make it. And the thing I'm using is like not easy. And I said, brother, you're going to want to check out Squarespace. Squarespace. And uh, there was a chuckle because it's like, you know, that's podcasts advertise Squarespace. A lot of podcast listeners might want to build a website. It's true. And that's only because the company has been supportive of the creator community since day one. Yeah. And they're tried and true. So and trusted. people are more familiar with a creator or a podcaster saying Squarespace. Exactly. Than putting it into uh, use and figuring out how it might be useful and helpful for their own life. Absolutely, Mike. This is the world we live in. And so when I think about building a website, I my brain, and if anyone in the real world is talking about building a website, my brain thinks about Squarespace. They've done it. Because not only do we have them as a sponsor on our podcast, the one you're, you're listening to, the very one. I'm listening to it right now. Mike Falzone has a Squarespace website that I can use as an example of what a Squarespace website looks like. You're 100% right. And, and if I felt like updating it, I can go online and do it right now not even knowing any HTML coding. We're talking drab and, drab and drop. We're talking we very We love a easy. drab and drop. <laughs> also 24 ever, 24 ever customer service. Dude, absolutely they say it's 24 ever. <laughs> the customer service goes on for 24 ever. I have a famous story where I called them once on Christmas or Christmas Eve And they Eve helped you, didn't they? And they helped me. And guys, check it out. Check out Mike's website, MikeFalzone.com. It's a Squarespace website. You can see that it is pretty easy to make a very professional looking website and Squarespace helps you do that. And I was happy to uh, suggest Squarespace to my friend, uh, IRL, because I trust that if you want to make a website, Squarespace is the way to go. We're co-signing. You can do your custom merch sections, have an online store, have an asset library, uh, website templates that are very easy. I want it to look like this. Click. There it is. That's just seven clicks. And then you have a website. Host video content. Organize your video library. Showcase your content on beautiful video pages and sell access to your videos with member areas. Guys, everything a website does, you can do with Squarespace. Enter that right. So go to squarespace.com slash, 
Oh, wait, let's make sure we do this right. You go to squarespace.com for the free trial first. Can't forget that. So you can check it out. And when you're ready to launch, you go to squarespace.com slash banter. And that's where you'll save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain with the help of your boys. You want to help the show out? Check out squarespace.com for that free trial. And if you want to launch that baby, you get that 10% off by going to squarespace.com slash banter. And that's all she wrote. Check it out. Thank you, Squarespace. Thank you, Squarespace. Advertisement. Are you okay, Kevin? Yes, yes. What's going on? Kevin, are you sure? You seem frazzled. Kevin? Are you sure? Yes, yes. No? 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 Yes? No. Yes? No. Uh, while you were pitching your uh, or, or uh, plugging your shows, yes. I forgot that I also have a show coming Whoa, what up. What the motherfuck? Is it <laughs> What was that? That was just that was the alarm for when you have a show. <laughs> yeah, man, I have a show. I have a thing coming up. Uh, it's kind of bonkers. It's called Power Pints. What are you doing? Well, my boy Matt Rob and his lady friend uh, Jackie are uh, they're doing this uh, really cool show called Power Pints PowerPoint at the uh, the Alamo Draft House. Hell yeah! On uh, in their video vortex, which is just right next door in the theater there. That's downtown. Um, that's downtown, and that's happening Sunday, January twenty eighth. At 8 p.m. And there's some other folks. Kelsey Harper. Alina Conan, Bethany Michaels. Adam Frost Venrick. And Ari Friedman. Uh, and and I, Matt and Jackie are hosting it. And uh, it's, it's like you do a PowerPoint presentation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> On whatever you want, but it has to be five minutes long. And if you go over, you gotta take a shot. You gotta take a shit. You gotta take a shit on stage. (laughs) (laughs) And you're fucked. (laughs) While everyone points at you and says, you're fucked. My presentation will be two minutes long, so I don't have to get fucked. (laughs) That's great. Anyway, so yeah, check that out. That's happening real soon. The 28th, 28th, a Sunday at 8 p.m. Great. Alamo Draft House. Be there, or you are a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that robot hates when people don't show up. He hates it. He <laughs> wants to call you bad things. <laughs> pussy. How you doing, Mike? I'm good. I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. You've had a big week here. Yeah, I've just been up every night until two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Sometimes doing shows, sometimes taking pictures. I've been taking a lot of pictures at the comedy store, and it's fucking awesome. But it is uh, um, not sustainable. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and you know you got to look at your uh, your mental health. I don't even your, think about that. You got to think about it. I just know? don't. Could Dude, be yesterday, running ragged. Yesterday, I uh, didn't eat all day, and then I had this massive headache on the way to Brea. And I was like, why the fuck is my head hurting so bad? <laughs> You're like, because you didn't eat. And like, I didn't even entertain the possibility of like, That's oh, bonkers. it might have been something that I did. But I'm sleep deprived. I've been like working on stuff all day. 
and my eyes hurt so bad from looking at screens. I couldn't like, uh, like Nick texted me to play rocket league. And I was like, I can't look at a screen right now. I need to go outside and look at anything. That's not a screen. I think you needed like a good few hours of rest. My man, I'd give anything for it. Just lay your head down on your pillow and push all your meetings until 9 PM. Hmm. Jackpot. That's actually a very good idea. Give it a shot. Rest your head on a pillow, man. Get a, get some get some protein in you. <laughs> these are all these are all great suggestions. Yeah, maybe have like a Jackpot. sausage or something. Yeah, I'll have a oh. sausage and I'll move my meeting to nine p.m. Have a sausage and move your meetings <laughs> to nine p.m. Dude, I've seen that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Damn, dude. dog. Well, take care of yourself, buddy. We don't want you to get all like you know run yourself ragged, and then you got stress. Health problems. Listen, I'm just trying to get enough followers so I could host my show at some point. And you you don't get that by taking care of yourself. That's true. You don't. You totally don't. You don't get 300,000 Instagram followers by sleeping and no. eating sausage at night. Isn't that crazy? It's actually true. Like, if you want to find success, you have to, like, kind of eat, sleep, and breathe it. If you of. want your favorite creators to be seen as a person to a company, you have to make sure they have 300,000 followers. Yeah. And in the meantime... It's not about talent anymore. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's about having 300,000 followers. It's a, just pick an arbitrary number if you're a company and, and say that. And then somebody will work tires, tirelessly to get that. And when something happens to that person, they're like, man, they should have. They didn't they, do that fast enough. They <laughs> Someone else came in. They should have done it faster. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and then you broke your back trying to get to 300,000. And you know what? I'm sick of it. It's time for us to eat the rich. I'm starving. <laughs> I'm st I haven't eaten all day. I haven't eaten all day. Somebody feed me a rich. I mean, we, 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 we know what the problem is. We are around the world and we see the problem. It's not, a, it's not, a, it's not a, it's not a hiding, it's not a hidden thing. We know what the problem is. We're not talking about a history, and, bro. Uh, oh, I got 20% off a Pizza Hut. Whoa, what yeah. the fuck? Take a seat at your show. Absolutely, the they're seating there. Take a seat. Take a seat. Take a seat. You can take a seat home with me. You don't even have to.
Fucking just show us the best joke on the Oh, time. fuck. It's so funny. Without a doubt. <laughs> Stopping it then. Like, what is this? What is this fucking show, man? Can't what are you guys really. talking about? There's an email what? about what there the show is. an email is? about it? Yeah. All right. Let's do some history, Rose. Listen, then, if I you guess. want either one of us to get 300,000 only followers on OnlyFans, you'll take a listen to this next history oh. road where somebody describes to you how to talk about the show to others. Is that accurate? I think so. Kind of. You know what we also need, I think, as a call, like if I could do a call out to the audience? I think I've done this uh, uh, quite a few times. Get it in you. Get it in you. <laughs> swallowing it? Yeah, there's that guy. This guy. Oh yeah. He's he really worked to swallow it. He's like one of those guys that eats food on camera, but he's he has a hard time getting the food down. I think, and it's not something he's super hyper aware of. I feel like, <laughs> and the, a lot of the comments are, "We almost lost him on this one." <laughs> But he seems to be managing it. But it's like every swallow is like a... Damn, the struggle. uh, How many followers? 300,000? Like a lot, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We're going to try these fucking chips. Let's try this out. Oh, no. Oh, no. Damn, and people watch it. People watch it because of why they think one time he's not going to do it. What's the appeal? What's the appeal of watching somebody who's like, uh, it's hard for them to get food down and it must be because of the one time it doesn't work out. Yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. There is like a weird, like morbid curiosity of like, you know, also I think the the food eating part is a big part of it too. Uh, But anyway, we need some new history road songs. So if anybody's feeling musically inclined out there, uh, we need some. We need to get a history. We need some more history road themes in there. I guess I could probably work on one on the KO. Yeah, you have a lot of instruments. I'll I'll, I'll work on one too. But let, I'm doing a call to action right now for anybody who feels inspired musically. Yeah. If you want to make a uh, like a 30 second to a minute long. No, 30. If you want to make a 30 second. Make an eight minute. If you want to make a twelve, an eight to twelve minute history road song, <laughs> <laughs> take a seat. We all want that, so yeah, you know, whatever. Let's do that. Anyway, here's this one someone made. <laughs> someone else made, I guess. I didn't make this. I don't claim this. Audience is kind of split on the new theme song, huh? Yeah. Have you noticed that? But they'll get used to it. We've heard this, yeah? Yeah. Seconds. Gail. Gail. 
Love it. Great job. And this is the Billie Eilish version. History <clears throat> History Defining the plod, plod crast. Elijah, this boy, this person, their this name. Boy, this little person, this this person's name is <coughs> Elijah. Big hand for their name. <laughs> Can we get a big hand for Elijah's name? <coughs> Defining the Plodcrast, my attempt. Hey, Kev. This one's addressed to Kevin. Whoa, what the fuck? Should we even be reading this? Excuse me? People are trying that now. Okay. We'll see how far it goes. Doesn't sound like he likes it. We'll see how far it goes. Pussy. (laughs) That's what's important at the end of the day. Hey Kev, found myself thinking recently about the episode from a few months ago where the boys talked about struggling to define the podcast to people who have never heard it. I think it helps to think of dynamic banter not as a title, but a regular noun. Dynamic banter is hard to define, but when you're talking with your friends and you get into a groove where what you're saying goes back and forth between you, building and building, getting funnier and funnier until you're laughing so hard it hurts, you're having dynamic banter. Dude, that is what we do. We say that this isn't even, like a lot of people have podcasts, but we don't have a podcast. Yeah. We have dynamic banter. We have dynamic banter. And that'll make it a lot easier for people to describe. When your friend manages to stop laughing to get a sentence out that makes everyone start laughing all over again, you're having dynamic banter. Yeah, it's like something you need a pill for. Anyway, I hope that matches the way you all see it. Love, Elijah. I think that that's great. I think that's a wonderful way to attempt to describe the show. Yeah. Great job, Elijah. That's great. I love that. Yeah. So when someone asks one of us what the show is, we can be like, "It's like when you keep laughing and you can't stop." It's like and then talking your friend to a friend. Says something and makes you laugh even harder. Yeah. That's what it is. It's like being present for somebody else's that. Right. It's like being in the room while two people make each other laugh a lot. But it's like, how do you do, Kevin? How do we say? Like, That's actually a good way to describe it. It's just like if someone were to ask me what it is, I'd be like, it, it's like a show where me and my friend laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. We like genuinely laugh a lot. And and if you laugh along with us, you know, that's cool. But if you say it's a show, I'm trying to like, how do you we laugh? How do you talk about it to to somebody who loves podcasts? And yeah. you wouldn't say like. It's a fr- it's me and my friend laugh a lot because they would have to be invested in like who you are, who we are and care yeah. about you. So there has to be like a one or two sentence like we don't have a podcast. It's yeah. like being present for somebody else's. Yeah, it's like being in the room while two people make each other laugh a lot. Yeah. 
some easily marketable. And I think it is one of those things where it's like you will la- you you instinctually kind of laugh along with people who are laughing. Yeah, even, even if, if you're, you're not super yeah, into it. Right. That's what we have. Yeah. That's dynamic mm, banter. That's dynamic banter. Yeah. We just need two sentences to help exactly 300,000 people figure out what this show is. <laughs> and want to We're almost to there. I feel like this is the closest we've gotten. <laughs> I kind of want to read about this least romantic date yeah. spot. What's this all about? Jared says, the least romantic date spot. Hey, horn dogs. Honky. Honky. Allow me to spin you a yarn from years past when I was a single horn honk boy. Back in my Tinder days, I mutually swiped with a lovely lady and got a match. Jackpot. Big titties or what? Did he put a picture? <laughs> no pictures, unfortunately. <laughs> Pigs or it didn't happen. <laughs> she goes to a different school now. <laughs> we talked for a few days and then she invited me on a date. Yeah! Oh, that's how, that's it how it works! I never was there ever. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> she, then, she gave me an address I didn't recognize and a time, 9 p.m. She gave me a time I had never seen before. <laughs> a time I didn't recognize. Come at 10 5. 10.33. Meet me at B30. Meet me at 4.92. Meet me at 12 apples. 4.92 p.m. Meet me around March 30. Meet me March 30 about 1092. <laughs> she beautiful. She give me a time I'd never seen. <laughs> I'd never seen that time since that night. Uh, I look up the address and it's an hour away from me. Okay, Ooh. been there. Well, For some time reason. even matter at this point? What is even times a flat circus? <laughs> Uh, for some reason, uh, okay, it's an hour away. For some reason, I don't look at what the address is for. We all make mistakes, okay? I just wanted pussy. I just, yeah, right? It's like, for fuck it, reason. I'm just gonna be there. <laughs> I just put those words into ways and show <laughs> I just want pussy. Enter. I'm rock hard and driving my car. <laughs> Take me somewhere. To a time I'd never seen before. <laughs> I'm out here trying to perceive a time I ain't never seen before. <laughs> I'm over here driving at 14 o'clock with a rock hard cop. It's like the guy telling you about his rock star story. I'm out there with Joan Baez. We're in a time I ain't never even seen before. <laughs> I'm smoking so much weed with Willie Nelson. I'm in a time I ain't never seen before. She took me to her dimension <laughs> where I was in a time I'd never seen before. <laughs> Suddenly it was a time I'd never seen. Dynamic banter is like being in the time you never seen. <laughs> That's very good. That's very good. Uh... Imagine if you're on Spotify, dude. I mean, that's the description of the show. 
It's like, <laughs> it's like a time you've never seen before. It's like being in a time you've never seen before. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be the episode Are title. Are you clicking on the show? The sh- the, Are you the clicking ep- on that show? <laughs> it's a time you've never seen before. I'll listen to Dynamic Bander. What, what's it like? It's like a time you never seen Imagine before. being in a time you've never seen. <laughs> Imagine being in a time you've never seen. That's like a sentence I would laugh really hard at if I was on mushrooms. Yeah, yeah. I would laugh for a week and a half. Yeah. Drugs are fun, huh? I drive the hour through unlit rural streets until I arrive at an isolated building. Did you see that? She walks by and she flips me off and she just goes about her day. Divorce. I Who think at I least write it down. At least write it down. Put the date on it. Put a time you never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> think of a time you've never seen before. Now go backwards. Go. Let's get back to that. <laughs> think about the bag you keep your hand in. Don't fumble it. <laughs> what color is it? <laughs> And why does it keep changing? Uh, okay, so they so they he arrives in an isolated building, looking a lot like apartments, but with very few cars in the lot. I rip a few hits on a dab pen to cool the nerves. That's not a good idea. I enter, we say hi, and put on a movie in a cozy common area. I immediately take my dick out and watch it flop around. Then I hear it. A man's moans echo down the hall. The more ghostly, think more ghostly than sexy time. No. Let's see if we can find a sound like that. I refuse. It's like somebody making fun of what Kevin Yeah, does. yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a little kid. Yeah, pitch that down. Ooh, I'm, a kid. I'm a haunted kid. I give her a look of judgment and she brushes it off. Why? What'd she do? Judgment. She didn't make this Because, man like, what is that? Like, like what? Like, why are you judging? Yeah. A you, look Kevin. of judgment, like. A look of confusion, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. She brushes it off. He moans again, but louder. A siren noise emits from her phone, and when she gets up to help him, I realize that I'm on a date in a hospice facility. What? I only manage to sit through 30 more minutes of Casablanca before the high thoughts of the elderly slowly dying around me is too much for me, and I fake an excuse to leave. There was no second date. I'm getting the ick. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Is there a number? Person gives you an address. Is there a number to the hospice place? She gives the she gives the she invites the guy on a date and gives him an address 
and a time that he had never, he seen, never before. seen before. A time he'd never seen before. It doesn't say you're coming to my work or you're coming to a place where there's other people or whatever. And it turns out it is a place where it is a business, a place of business. It's a hospice facility. But it's not her place of business. It's maybe she works there. We don't know. There's not enough she details She works there here. and goes on dates there? She works there and she's like, come on my date. I don't know. I See, that's the weird part to me. It's there's like, no explanation. Of what there's no happening? explanation. It's just like she said, come here. And, it, here and I is, guess if she's the one that had like phone siren yeah. sounds, it means that she's there working. Not necessarily, but taking care of somebody. Yeah. At the hospice facility. Or visiting someone. See, here's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that this woman spends a lot of time at this hospice place because there's a, a person she cares for in there and yeah. she doesn't want to leave them. But she also knows that she needs companionship. She can't always be like looking after somebody yeah. else. Yeah. And uh, though it's maybe not the best choice of location, she's like, well, I need other human contact. Yeah, yeah, which I totally get and empathize with for sure. But I think that's information you disclose. Right. Yeah, I don't think it's a great idea to not to just kind of spring on someone. Hey, we're going to a facility, or to not say anything about and it he when said he's that, there, he said or that for that person to not read any signs in the parking lot. And he yeah. says that they they put on a movie in a cozy common area, so it felt like. I mean, it's like a hospice home, so that's weird. That's right. well, he says it's a facility, hospital. So if it, the so, facility had a large red cross on it, so it's almost like a waiting room with a TV in it or something. Well, it's like have you ever been to hospice? Yeah, they have like comfortable areas for the family because usually you're there. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot of hospice. I mean, I guess there certainly are hospice facilities, but a lot of hospice is like done at your home, like hospice services. No, hospice is a place on earth. I thought hospice was a service. There are hospice like nurses. Yeah. But there are buildings. There's usually no, like a hospice floor saying. in a hospital. Like hospice is like a term to you that you use when somebody's like. Yeah, they're in hospice care. Yeah. So, but like hospice can be done in a home in your own home, or it could be a facility, I guess. If you have a home. Yeah. See, hospice care focuses on the care and quality of life of a person with a serious illness who is approaching the end of life. So it's when someone's like about to die, you put them under hospice care. Care. Yeah. So you put them this... under the hospital. <laughs> what were you gonna say, son? Yeah. Yeah. But are there not hospice places? There is. There is. Yeah. So that's what this is, I think. Yeah. Like a facility. A facility. Yeah. Because if you can't like get all the stuff in your house, because typically hospice or it's more expensive by like Medicare and whatever. Yeah. Sure. So that sounds like that's where, where do you want me to take you, Zoe? Okay. <laughs> Looks like we're having a lot more fun before so we're out. It sounds like this girl invited him on their first date to a facility where they assist people in their final days. It made me real sad. It, yeah, definitely. Especially thinking about the moaning and stuff. And I get it from his perspective. That's like, I don't know what this is. I don't know where I'm going. I didn't read any signs. But if you were like, <laughs> that's the thing. If you got the address and you were like, you should have looked at where you were going. You've seen buildings that like say hospice on them, right? Well, well maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. 
Is it just dark? I don't disagree that these exist. I'm just saying it, the two problems here are she didn't disclose this date is going to be in a hospice facility. That's what makes me sad. Where I'm caring for someone. Like she's probably and like a little embarrassed and also like at the end of her like loneliness. Totally. Scene. But it's on her. It's on her. If the guy go, if the guy like hightails it out of there. Do two people ghost you at once? <laughs> it could have been also uh, a protection. Jim from the office. <laughs> Zoom. It could have been a protection thing on her part. She didn't want to invite him to her. And she, yeah, but he you definitely... still have to say these things. Agreed. You have to say this. But I'm saying the reason could be that. It's sad that she didn't, but it's like you you have to say that's what you're doing. It's in everybody's best interest if you mention it. And it's like, you know. And if, she's sitting there like, he'll see the sign. And if she works there and she just care is like a general hospice care nurse or something, uh-huh. then this is like an angel on earth kind of person that you need to like maybe respect a little bit more than just kind of like going like, Oh, I'm out of here. If she works there, I'd like to go through the manual and see what the protocol is. Yeah. On, on having dates in the, well, that's office. the other thing. But then again, like you were saying, like this is someone that deals with like death and like maybe either they're there to care for someone that they know personally, or they just work there. Yeah. They deal with death. So it's like the personal connection and having like a normal moment with a person is probably like, few and far between can i say something yucky yeah yeah i would be more comfortable if it was a horny moment like if a hospice nurse was (laughs) like i need to get fucked in the uh, broom closet because it's sad here i would be i would do it yeah i mean like as long as they were transparent about that yeah you know they have to say broom closet they're like we're gonna hook up in a broom closet at my work i'm sorry she has to say fuck it let's go it's kind of hot dude i dated a girl who worked at a sports center like a big warehouse with like basketball and, and volleyball and yeah. tennis courts. And I came to her work once and we had sex in a closet with, uh, with, um, sports equipment. In it. And then nice. we both got ringworm from that on our dicks <laughs> because you were in the jock strap room because she was on hockey pads. <laughs> You're saying she had a dick too. Everyone had a dick. <laughs> There are a bunch of extra ones in the closet. Does he? Uh, Okay, let's look at a new one here. How about this one from Isabella? Yeah, it's kind of longer, but go for it. I hope that that girl found something. I hope she found what she was. Me too, man. We could probably end on this one. Okay. Isabella says, shitting your pants, but make it somehow worse. Sit down. Picture take, a, this. take a seat. <laughs> <laughs> take a seat. Uh, let's see. My darkness, boys of triumph, and hoot nanny. Mike is triumph, and Steve is hoot nanny. Okay. <laughs> because this is in fact a dark show, I thought I would share one of my dark moments in my relationship. Somebody is making scrambled eggs in there. <laughs> it says, "Picture this, Kevin." It says my name. Yes. How do you spell hoot nanny? H-O-O-T-E-N-A-N-N-Y. Hootenanny. I think there's an I in there instead of an E, but whatever. Idiot. Fucking moron. I'm 19. (laughs) Picture this. 
I think they're saying they they were 19 when this happened. What are you even okay. saying? I have recently fallen blissfully in love with a guy. We shall call him Calendar for the time being. Okay. This is a very calendar time based show. It's like show. nothing I've ever seen. We had been dating t- for two months or so and had just finished the doing of the sacred dance of the morning sun. I'm thinking that that's sex. I don't know that it's safe to assume. We both have classes to go to, so we both hop into the shower together. Horny. We became comfortable with each other really quickly and talked about farts and poops and such pretty freely. They're in college? Yeah, she's 19. Is she Are they wearing sandals on the... <laughs> That's a good question. Um... As, we're all, as we are all well aware, steamy shower farts are the stinkiest of them all. So because I'm a distinguished woman, I said, I'm going to hop out of the shower to toot. <laughs> <laughs> that was not the part I was expecting. <laughs> Thank God I fully stepped out of the bathroom. The door was still open because I proceeded to take a naked wet shart no, onto my hallway floor. No, oh. bud. Come on, bud. Come on, dude. Come on, bud. Piss consistency, mind you. No, bud. I'm in shock. I've never pooped myself, but by some miracle, Calendar didn't hear the splatter onto the floor. His name is Calendar? He he says, Is he one of Michael Jackson's kids? (laughs) Calendar. Bookshelf. Bookshelf and calendar, you come here this instant. This is a, he's taking a cell phone video. First day of college for calendar and bookshelf. <laughs> uh, oh, yikes. He says, what are you doing? As I think about how to hide my poo accident. <laughs> oh, I also have to blow my nose out of here because it's gross to do in front of you. I quickly step into the bathroom. Shit juice still on my butt. I grab a wad, a TP, a grab, if you will. Step out, pretend to blow my nose, and wipe the brown off my body. It's... Blowing my nose! (laughs) Hey, did you... Hey, the guy's still in the shower. Hey, did you say blowing my nose? (laughs) Because... Are you okay out there? What's up? She says it's dripping down her leg. uh, And she starts to clean the hallway floor while she does this. (laughs) Dude, no way. Calendar goes, oh my god, your fart was stinky. (laughs) Good observation, Calendar. Nice work, buddy. I'm sweating. I run to get Clorox wipes and quickly scrub the floor down. (laughs) Dude. I get back into the shower. <laughs> I forgot to wipe my nose. Discreetly wash my butt. And I thank God I didn't shit while doing the sacred dance or have to stomp my poo through the shower grate right in front of this handsome man. Waffle stomp. Two years later, I told Calendar the story. He didn't break up with me, so life is good. He probably knew, man. Yeah, he Especially knew. if you jump back in the shower to clean off the rest of it. Dude, the younger, that's a smell, dude. I'll tell you something that might save your life someday. Not you, but anyone listening to this who's younger. The younger you are, the slicker you think you are. Yes. Everyone knows everything you've done. Don't have anxiety about that, but that is... Don't think about it too much. 
Right. Just know that you've never pulled one over on anyone. Right, right. Just consider you've probably never pulled one over on anyone. Someone knows everything you've yeah. done. Every secret thing you think you're doing. Dude, yesterday. There's I, a text thread about everything bad you've ever done. <laughs> yesterday I was like at my window just looking out at the gloominess of the day. And there was this guy that pulled up in his car on the like on the main boulevard, and I could see him pull over. And he got out of his car, and I was just watching him. And he put a blue glove on his right hand, like a blue like surgical glove. Yeah. Not like a cool like. (laughs) Yeah. You know. And he lights up a cigarette and like smokes the cigarette. With his, like, latex blue glove hand. Uh-huh. And then he, like, puts the cigarette out and then takes the glove off and no. threw it in the ground. That's somebody hiding from his wife. Yeah. 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 Don't you think? Yeah, I think so. Or maybe he just didn't want his hand fingers to look cigarette Because yeah. you know how your nails get kind of gross? He can't smoke in hospice, so he needs to go Who knows? pull but over on the boulevard. I, I, that's immediately what I thought, too, was that this guy is, like, he doesn't want his wife or girlfriend. Yeah, well, you're, you you saw him try not to leave a trace of stuff. Right, right. He even threw the glove into the grass and was like, I'm Oh, done. cool. So he he won't leave a trace for his wife, but he'll leave chemtrails for That's right. on the earth. He'll leave the earth sick for future generations. That shows you what kind of person they are. In one, dude, and you didn't even need to hear that person's voice. And you could kind of I tell know, what you kind know of exactly person they are. what they're up to. Yeah. This is Stranger Things. I like that. That's one of those, like, there's water. In yeah. The <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, love you boys. Thanks for making a show that I fall asleep to. And Calendar just tolerates Bella, a sad fan of the now-closed PC Bandersons. Oh, no. you, dude. Did you hear about that? I did hear about that, and I got legit sad. Me too, dude. I, I took a, a trip to uh, open up for my buddy, Justin Ruppel at the Reno Tahoe comedy club in Reno Tahoe. And, um, thank you. And tip your waitress. And he introduced me to pea soup Anderson's. And he was like, it's this, I, he described it so good that I felt like I'd know exactly what it was as soon as you go in. And it's the coziest plate, the coziest, kitschiest highway place. And uh, he was like, I don't know if you're a fan of pea soup, but you have to try the pea soup. Yeah. And uh, and I did, and I liked it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean it was like out of this world or whatever, it's but I, I liked the whole experience of the place. Yeah. And he was like, you got to get a patch or something, and then next time we come, the tradition is that you have a backpack or a jacket with a patch on it. Yeah. And you're like seasoned member of the thing. So yeah. I got to experience it, but I'm sad that it's gone. Dude, it like that was like a family destination I on bet. the way to Solvang for us, because you know, li- growing up in Oxnard, it was like maybe like 30 minutes from home to go to pea soup anderson's yeah how often did you go to music? we went anytime we went to like solvang because it was a little further out than santa barbara i think so we would we would mostly go to santa barbara quite a bit because it was close and it was like a pretty destination yeah but whenever we would go the extra mile to go to solvang we would always stop at fucking pea soup anderson's and my dad like Loved that fucking pub cheese, dude. What was that? Because inside the, like, it was like a restaurant and a shop, kind of like a Cracker Barrel in yeah. a way. And uh, in the shop, they had, like, you could buy cans of the pea soup to take home, and you could buy preserves and all these, like, 
home feeling like things like and ten thousand things shit. that say pea soup Anderson. Yeah, around. exactly. Yeah. Magnets and like kitschy shit, mm-hmm. but also like saltwater taffy and like preserves. Yeah, and um, in the middle of that like little gift shop, they had this like uh, free sample cart that had like these like pieces of like crunchy bread that you could like uh, get these like you know those like ketchup um those paper ketchup things that, that you could cups. like fold out uh-huh. yeah you had like uh that but filled with like pub cheese okay. with like a popsicle stick sticking out of it and so you could take like some bread and take one of those little pub cheese things yeah. and then like spread it on the little bread and eat that and it was like a delicious little snack nice and my dad was like oh we're taking the pub cheese we're buying pub cheese yeah. and we're buying a bag of that like that crispy bread bread. yeah and we're gonna like munch on this like this is gonna be a snack yeah uh and it it, the pub cheese was like so fucking good it had like maybe like a raspberry like jam love a cheese with a with a berry give me a preserve and a cheese yeah like a blueberry cheese we had once dude so fucking good and then you put it on like a little garlic cracker 75 dollars from whole foods i know a block of tiny cheese with a berry in it eight bucks total for like a big thing of cheese and the bread. You can get free then. bread, free old bread, whatever. Right. Yeah. And so, this is like yeah. all people who have been coming off the road, like driving yeah. for like hours. Yeah. So you're just eating and spreading cheese and eating soups. But it's interesting because like, I think my family didn't necessarily love the pea soup part. Uh huh. Um, like we would definitely go into the shop and then like, if we ate there, they would generally get like the diner food you could get. Oh like, yeah, turkey. It had a thousand things on the menu. Yeah, exactly. I'm and just saying, like, if a place has the uh, the name of a thing, yeah, on the sign, you got to get that. You thing. have to try the thing at some. Oh point. well, at one point for <laughs> me, it was like I remember being a- being able to like drive there with my friends. Every fucking time we'd get the big crispy bread bowl. Cool. And it was filled to the brim with pea soup. Yeah. And then they put like fucking cheese and bacon and like sour cream and like crackers all crumbled up on top of it. You do the Anderson smash where oh. you take your hands on both sides and you, you bring and them you, together. And you catch the soup in That's your mouth and it splashes up in your face. <laughs> the, the Anderson smash. <laughs> It was a challenge, dude. It was so hard to clean that dude, place. Dude, that would have saved the place. All the TikTok kids would have come. Come to do, do the that. Anderson smash. Damn, we should have talked. We should have made a deal with them. But uh, the saved it. so they did shut down, and it's real sad. And I guess they put it up for sale in 2020, mm-hmm. pandemic times, and uh, they were like holding out. The reason why it hadn't sold since 2020 was because they wanted to see if someone would buy the property and continue the pea soup restaurant. Uh-huh. Uh, but it sounds like they're kind of, they're going to tear it down and maybe build like a new Anderson's kind of thing. Oh, the Anderson's is going to keep going. Well, they're the new owners are going to like maybe make it into a pea soup place again, but they're going to tear down the old place. Pea soup plantation. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, did you imagine like buffet style? I just don't want it. The saddest version of that is they tear it down and make it like one of those half Taco Bell, half I know, pizza. Hut, I know. Half. Dude, I'm so sick of seeing like, dude. So I was by you yesterday going to Brea and then you walk and you see like all the Korean places on the yeah, way there yeah. and a bunch of restaurants for like towns filled with restaurants you've never heard of before. Yeah. And then you eventually get into a place where it's like 
there's the Chipotle, there's the Chick-fil-A, there's the Jack whatever. And it coming. bums me out so much. Yeah. It bumps me out. Because those, like, little places that, like, don't have familiar food names, commercial names, are sometimes the best fucking food you'll ever have. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a shame that, uh, you know, those concrete jungles, they're, they're out there, They're just not interesting to look at. No. There's like, no, like, and there's no soul. Like, even in my town where the Blockbuster used to be. Yeah. You know, Blockbuster went out and yeah. then it became like an urgent care center or whatever. And then in the parking lot, they made a Popeye's and everything is like kind of like old 80s, 90s looking. And then there's just a brand new Popeye's in the middle of the parking lot. It's an eyesore. And like, that yeah. looks like a, like a robot zit. Like AI. Yeah. 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 It looks out of place. It looks like It's AI. the uncanny valley of yeah. parking lots. Yeah. It doesn't even look like a person. Ain't no soul in there, son. They took the soul out of Popeye and they made him a chicken plate. I'm sorry, son. We're not going to Popeye's anymore. They took the soul out of it. <laughs> Peace, you know, soul Anderson. And the kid is like, what does that even mean? I like the potato wedges. Do they? Does that? Does every restaurant have a soul? <laughs> Are we eating the soul of our, every restaurant's like church? Good luck explaining that to your fucking kids. Actually, it's kind of easy. You just go like, well, if there's a mom and pop in there that have been running it for 30 plus years or yeah. whatever, that uh-huh. place got soul. Like, look at that place. Is there, ask yourself this, is there that exact place within a half a square mile right. of this place? Can you go to any town in the U.S. and find that place? Yeah. No soul. That's no soul. Yeah. <laughs> They're building those McMansions all over the countryside, and they're ruining them in the grass Guys, thank you so much for listening to today's show. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>